Ja, natürlich. Licht und Schatten. Yeah, it's unbelievably uh, important. Uh, light and shadow is, of course, important. But it's also important when I put these little pieces together in order to create the picture. They, they have to correspond. I can't put the pictures together when when light and shadow don't uh, go together. This photography podcast is brought to you by Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. Here is your today's host, W. Scott Olsen, with another fascinating conversation. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast from Frames Magazine. My name is Scott Olson, and today we are going to Zollingen, Germany. We're going up into the northwest part of Germany to the Knife City to do something we have never done before. We're going to be talking about a really extraordinary branch of photography, uh, the heavily composed, the heavily put together artistic images that are mesmerizing when you look at them. Today we're talking with Brigitte Kuchenberg and we are once again into the world of translation. I don't speak a word of German and so we have the services today of Jonathan Clark. Jonathan is a professor of German at Concordia College in Moorhead, Minnesota. Jonathan, how are you doing today? Well, I'm hanging in there. Thanks. <laughs> I am looking forward to this, and, and I think this is going to be a lot of fun. Brigitte, how, how are you today? What's life like over in Germany? Everything's fine. The weather could be better, but otherwise things are fine. Tell me how COVID is playing out over there today. We are not out of the woods in the United States yet. Is it still pretty much affecting daily life? So the uh, the COVID cases are doing okay in general. They are about at 70 to 80 new cases, but otherwise uh, things are pretty stable right now. Well, very good. I, I hope that your community, as, as well as ours, gets out of this soon and we can get back to some semblance of normal life. Brigitte, your images are absolutely magical. Your images are not what most people imagine when they hear the term photography, and yet every element of your images uh, are based in photography. How do you describe your work in your own words? Oh, das ist schwierig. Yes. Um, she says that's a little bit difficult, but because they're not really from photographs, I take everything from fragments from reality in order to show this uh, fantastical world. Mm -hmm. are, are the images fantasy? Are they supposed to be more compl complicated than just simple magic? What, what is the aesthetic that you're looking for there? Yeah, it's, it's indeed fantasy, but it's also an attempt to express my thoughts in more or less a, a, a surreal a surreal setting. Uh, it's difficult to describe. <laughs> it, it may be difficult to describe, but it's certainly beautiful to look at. Tell me a little bit, before we get into the images themselves, tell me a bit of your background. How did you come to be doing this kind of work? 
Ja, es war eigentlich ein, ein langer so it, it's also, been a process. It's been a long way. I always had an, an interest in photography and determined really my life. And I, I, I do a lot with painting and with, with drawing. But it's really, uh, and that's really how I got my start was with painting and drawing. So if you started with painting and drawing, were you doing um, uh, fantasy stuff then? Was it more realistic? Tell me about that early work. My first works were always in the area of fantasy and uh, in imagination. Yeah, I, um, I experiment around with a lot of different techniques, uh, with pencil, with acrylic, uh, many different uh, techniques, um, and it, I didn't play around with a lot of kids and what have you, so I had a lot of time to develop these techniques. Möglicherweise ist dadurch bestimmt worden. Okay, so you're doing early work with painting and, and with drawing. How did the camera get put in that mix? So it was during the time that I worked as a, a graphic artist and my colleagues uh, set up a little Photoshop for me. I, they knew I was very excited about photography and, and they set up a Photoshop for me and, and bought me a camera. And the, and the first images were of what? So I dealt with black and white, and, and most of it was, um, you know, vacation photos and portraits, and really it had nothing to do with my current projects. And, and so how did the switch begin, and how did that switch happen? So it had, it really had to do with, um, with digital work and um, trying to determine what the viewer really liked. I want to talk about uh, a couple of the images and, and a couple of the things that you have said about the images. And you've sent me a handful, but there's one I want to start with that's outside of that group. And it's a recent one you posted to the Frames uh, Facebook page. This is one called A Ground. Do you know which one I'm talking about? Yes. I, the two ships. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, well, first of all, walk me through the history of that image. What did you do first? How did you put it together? I mean, tell me the story of that image. Yeah. Das waren, uh, Schiffe. Wir waren so also we were, we were in, uh, in uh, many times in Brit Brittany and France, and uh, there was a, a ship graveyard there. Yeah, so I took some fantastic pictures of the place, and and I the the background was actually much more interesting, and I and I put that against the uh, the ships and and felt that uh, it really made for an interesting picture. Okay. There, there are two ships in this image. Are those two separate photographs? Uh, yes. <laughs> Did you know when you were taking the pictures, the, the images of the ships, what you were going to do with them? Or was this simply collecting elements for an idea that had yet to happen? Yeah, not exactly. When I um, when I took these pictures, I wasn't quite sure what was going to come out of them. But um, often, when I'm working with Photoshop, then um, I have a I start to put these together better. 
I'm looking at the image right now, and you have the moon, you have the fog, you have hills in the distance, two ships, you've got a foregrounded propeller and the and the puddle and the gravel. How many actual layers am I looking at here? How many different photographs to this image? So, um, several. There's the ships, there's the uh, the sky, there's the seagulls. Uh, there has to be at least 50 uh, different photographs that make up this composition. Oh, that that is impressive. I mean, 50 different images. And, and that leads into sort of a, 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 both a process and, and an artistic question. You identify composing as a separate artistic process when you are describing your work. You say photographs by me, composing by me. Is composing for you a, a separate artistic act from the photography? Yeah, so ungefähr. Um Yes, but it's different than photography. Composing is more the putting together the layering of different pictures And I see this as different than photography. Mm -hmm. Photographers are always obsessed with notions of composition within a frame and, and light and shadow. You deal with those more in post-production? I mean, are those issues when you have the camera in your hand? Yeah, it's unbelievably uh, important. Uh, light and shadow is, of course, important. But it's also important when I put these little pieces together in order to create the picture. They have to correspond. I can't put the pictures together when, when light and shadow don't uh, go together. This perspective has to be there. Brigitte, I, I, I find this image, and we'll get to several, several of the others in just a second, but I find this image particularly compelling because of its close relationship to what I might actually see, and yet you've got a really strong mood present here. How do you know when you've got an image right? Good question, yeah. So I, I really, you know, it's a good question because I really, I have something in my subconscious and leads me to the product that I'm working on. Um, it's really a question of my subconscious and my feelings that lead me to uh, to a work. Oh, okay. Let, let's switch gears for a second to a picture that is, or an image that is completely different. And this is the image that you've titled Just In Case. You know which one I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. I mean, pe people that have seen this image, they know, you know, it's a house, you know, it, it's on uh, piers or stilts, whatever you want to call it. It's out in the water. There's a staircase leading up to the bottom of the house. Um, there's a beautiful old clock sitting off uh, on the right. I mean, I want to live here, first of all, but every element of this picture is really, really um, inviting. And yet, This has nothing to do with anything we're ever going to see. Tell me what this image is to you and tell me this, the story. How did this, this one come to be? 
Also das Ausgangsbild habe ich ähm, gemacht so, in, im letzten Jahr. The starting picture really had to do with a, a visit I made to Pinamunda and to the Industry Museum. And, uh, and I saw this stairway there and it totally fascinated me. And, um, and so I felt I had to do something with this. I was also on vacation at the same time in Stralsund. And there I saw the house and I just felt like I had to um, combine the two. And it really has to do with themes of uh, climate change and uh, environment. And and that's really how I, I brought these together. Is, is this a political piece? No, not really. What what are what are the emotions that you are hoping I feel? You know, loneliness, comfort. You know, what what is it you are hoping I see in this image? Yeah, it's it's more or less a um, a personal um, attitude, position, a personal position. And certainly, uh, loneliness is is part of it. So it's it's really a, an attempt to uh, save oneself, especially as the seas are rising higher, and to place oneself in a higher position um, given the rising seas. <laughs> And, and yet, the the home at the top of the staircase is very old world. Tell me about the small details in, in this image and in your work in general. You have, for example, the clock, or you've got the person, or you've got the little paper boat. You have the birds lower right and, and upper left. There, there's, a, there's a whole world of small details in your images. Tell, tell me what you're going for there. So the clock really has to do with the time that we have left, and the uh, paper boat has to do with with saving oneself, but it's somewhat fragile. Yeah, so there's also an anchor, and then there's the birds, the uh, seagulls, and, and they're free, and they can fly. Let's take just a quick break. We hope very much that you are enjoying today's episode. The very fact that you are listening to this podcast suggests that photography means a lot to you. And if that's the case, you might want to have a look at Frames, quarterly printed photography magazine. We truly believe that excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit readframes.com to find out more about our publication. And now, back to today's conversation. There is a strong environmental theme, uh, not only in this image, but in a lot of your images. Uh, let's turn for a moment to the image called Forest Walk. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Forest Walk. So Forest Walk is also touches on a similar theme, especially in relation to forests, which are around the world are, are going very poorly. Uh, I wanted to put a clock in there, but it turned somehow into a, a sand um, sand clock. This is English of war. Hourglass. An hourglass, exactly. It turned into an hourglass. <laughs> Come on, John, get your English right. Especially <laughs> <laughs> Deutsch. I'd rather talk German. <laughs> now, we should describe for everyone, 
Um, Forest Walk has two trees, one foregrounded, one in the background. The one in the background has been broken or cut. It's tough to see the top um, of the one that, that's foregrounded. There's no very few branches. There's no leaves. It's a very sort of blighted picture. And in both of the trees, there is a door, a, a wooden door that has been opened to reveal very thin hourglasses. And most of the sand in the hourglasses is in the lower containers. So uh, most of the time has passed. I mean, obviously, you know, the, the notion of time running out for the forests is, is, is the main idea here. But there are so many other elements in this image that both deepen and complicate sort of the main thesis. So. Once you've got the trees, once you've got the hourglasses, do you do those first or do you put this all together at the same time? How, how do you tweak the, the images? Also, okay, ich habe begonnen mit den Bäumen. Um, dann diese well, I started with okay, the trees. Diese, diese, diese the doors I um, saw when I was on a, um, on a nature walk. So the doors um, on my nature walk documented the type of tree it was, and but then I got this idea that um, I could I could put an hourglass inside uh, the tree. Yeah, so ergab sich dann nach und nach dieses Bild. And then what what about the birds? What about the person? Where where did, where did this all come along in the process? Der Mensch. So the, the human is part of the problem. Uh, he is responsible for this whole problem, and yet he's turning his back to it. And, and yet we, and we have the birds again, too, which are free, but often in the, in, in the distance and perhaps flying away. Is, is there any element of this image that did not begin its life in the image as a photograph? Yeah. Yeah, all all of the uh, images in here are photographs. Okay, so the, uh, you know that that I, it, to me is is one of the most remarkable and, and impressive things about these these images that every single layer begins with a lens and a camera uh, and something realistic uh, taken out of the world. There, there's no paint and charcoal in these. So everything's really from the camera. I mean, everything's just been placed together. It's been merged into a, a different photograph. But basically, everything comes from the camera. For any of the images that we've talked about so far, about how many hours of work do you think has gone into them? <laughs> Uh, yeah, who pays attention to time? Um, <laughs> when, when I put these together, I really don't have a sense of time. I mean, the 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 picture, just in case, uh, it just took it took a lot of time. <laughs> mm -hmm. And and I have I have this image of you sitting, you know, with, with a good glass of wine, with a huge monitor, uh, and and a pleasant window nearby. Is the work itself really joy bringing? All the composing. So yes, it's important. It's uh, it brings joy, but it also brings uh, tension and relaxation, and it's it's important for life. Oh, ab absolutely. I'm wondering if you see yourself working in 
uh, any particular tradition or, or, you know, under the influence of somebody that has preceded you? You know, it would be easy to say that your work has elements, you know, for example, of steampunk in it, or it's got elements of, you know, the kind of graphic design that would go into uh, a Harry Potter movie. I mean, and, and both of those descriptions would be substantially inaccurate and wrong, but Who's before you that are the main influences? What tradition are you working in? Oh, God. An inner chaos, wahrscheinlich. Oh, God. Uh, an, inner, an inner chaos, perhaps. I, I don't really have any real precedence. Um, I really don't know. So my, my head is full of ideas, and at some point they just have to come out. müssen irgendwann mal raus. That that is impressive and and wonderful and and you know slight it's always slightly frightening to be you know doing something first. The image called Renature, the tennis shoes and the bird. This this is not like the other images. It doesn't have a direct environmental argument. It's not a, a kind of almost realistic uh, scene like the boats. Um, you know clearly this is in the um, at the fine art world. But tell me, I mean. Where did this idea come? You know, once again, walk me through the, the process of this image. So it's really kind of a, an evil image. It means the end of humanity. There is an imprint of a shoe, but there's no real humans. And, and, and it's really, it's nature taking over. Oh, but but the bird has found a place to build a nest. The bird is eating. You've got some light blue, you know, either small birds or insects or, or you know flowers around there. It's possible to look at this and and say, yes, this is a pair of discarded shoes, but they're being repurposed. Genau. Exactly. Yeah, everything goes everything goes back to nature. Yeah, it's everything is renatured. Gibt es einen Renature halt eben. <laughs> yeah, ab absolutely. T tell me about responses to your work. What have people been saying when they see your work? Oh, um, yeah, erstaunlicherweise uh, sehr gut. Yeah, unbelievably very, very well. Yeah, I'm surprised about it uh, myself. Uh, it seems to touch people. Die Menschen zu berühren und das freut mich natürlich. Photography touches people. Photography can evoke profound emotional responses. And so can paintings, so can drawing. Do you think that by combining the aesthetics of, of these together, uh, you're actually able to achieve a deeper or a complex or just a different emotional response from the people who look at it? Basically, what I'm asking here is, you know, if, if photography can have a deep appeal, emotional appeal and so can painting so can you know chalk work or whatever is it all additive am i getting a deeper response when she puts them all together um das ist schwer zu beantworten weil jeder difficult to answer every person reacts differently some react to photographs and some react to uh, this type of work i can't give you a simple answer to that ich glaube da kann man pauschal keine antwort geben Mm -hmm. 
Well, it's to my way of, of thinking, you know, anytime you, you add something, you may be, you know, detracting from one sense of, of overly simplistic purity, but you are gaining a whole new vocabulary. The, the minute you start putting layers together, there's just so much more to talk about. Yeah. Also, wenn ich, wenn ich so diese, yeah, if, diese, I, if I consider the, the resonance that I've received from these pictures, I would say that's probably true. Yeah, given, given the, the plethora of pictures that we have in social media that people scroll through nowadays, that I'm able to affect any type of uh, resonance with people, that I'm able to touch them, uh, makes me feel really good about my, my pictures. Well, they, they are remarkable. They do stop you when you're going through uh, the light speed scrolling that, that so many of us are guilty of. I'm looking at the image now called Book Tavern, and I recognize the clock. I recognize that, you know, that there's one single person, you know, in, in the distance of this one, too. Are there motifs that 20 years from now, when we're spending millions of dollars at, at museums to buy your work, um, are, are there motifs that we're going to be able to recognize? <laughs> Wenn ich das wüsste, was in 20 Jahren ist. <laughs> <laughs> If only I knew what's going to happen in 20 years. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so I, yes, I use certain um, images in my works, you know, like the clock or the, the, the uh, birds. And because I, I read so much, um, I was inspired to do this work, uh, the book tavern. Oh, very cool. Tell me what you're working on now. So I just finished a work today um, called Heavy Load, in which there is a, uh, a glass in which a seed has uh, taken root and is, yeah, there's a plant, there's a plant in it, yeah, and which, which will be transported uh, in better times. And how many photographs are in this image so far? Ach du Schande. Okay. Um. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. So ten, at least 10 to 20. 10 bis 20 bestimmt. Oh my heavens. Well, Brigitte, this is work that I find personally really compelling. Uh, you know, I, I, I find them arresting. I have to stop and really enjoy every single one. This has been fascinating. Thank you very much. <laughs> I also thank you. I very much enjoyed this. Very cool. And Jonathan, thank you very much for helping us with the translation here. Yes, jetzt brauche ich das Glas Wein. So, yes, you're welcome, Scott. Okay, goodbye, everyone. Thank you very much. Thank you, Scott. Appreciate it. Thank you, too. Thank you, too. Frames. Because excellent photography belongs on paper. Visit us at www.readframes.com.